Welcome to Truck Talk with Bendix, a regular podcast series from Bendix designed to help you better understand key topics and issues that are relevant in the commercial trucking industry today. I'm your host, Denise Rondini. Joining me today is Fred Andersky, Director, Government and Industry Affairs, to discuss the latest developments in electronic stability control. Fred, thanks for joining me today. Denise, it's nice to be here. Fred, there's still some confusion in the market about role stability control and electronic stability control. Can you help clear up that confusion? Sure, Denise, I'd be happy to. Uh, Basically, when we're talking about stability systems for commercial vehicles, there are two systems that are available on the market today. First is roll stability control, which is designed to do exactly what the name implies, uh, help trucks, tractor trailers mitigate rollover situations. And then there is electronic stability control, or what makes it real simple is what we call full stability. Not only does it help mitigate rollover situations, but it also helps mitigate loss of control and jackknife types of situations that drivers may uh, experience out on the roadways. So the important thing to remember about the full stability system or electronic stability control is that it can do more to help drivers in more situations mitigate rollover and loss of control situations. And the way it works is different from roll-only systems as well. Where both systems have what's called a lateral acceleration sensor, which helps determine the side-to-side forces on the vehicle that can lead to a rollover, such as when a truck goes around a turn too quickly, a full stability or electronic stability control system adds to that a steer angle sensor, which measures the driver intent, where does the driver want the vehicle to go, and a yaw rate sensor, which measures the vehicle direction or where where the vehicle is going. So in a nutshell, if the driver is turning left and the vehicle goes left, everything is cool. If the driver's turning left and the vehicle goes any other direction but left, the full stability system intervenes. And the way it intervenes is different from a roll-only system. A full stability system, an ESC system, will apply the brakes on the steer, drives, and trailer axle as needed to help mitigate a rollover, or it can apply the brakes where needed on the tractor to help the driver regain control in a loss of control situation. It's a better all-around system because it works to help mitigate rollovers and loss of control control situations on dry wet, snow, and ice-covered roadways, where a roll stability system is really only effective uh, on a dry highway where a rollover-type situation might occur. So full stability does more to help the driver in more situations. Let's shift gears just a little and talk about FMVSS-136 and what it covers and its relationships to stability control. Fred? Sure. FMVSS 136, or Federal Motor Vehicle Safety Standard 136, is the recent mandate that NHTSA, or the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, introduced in 2015. And what this mandate does is it requires stability control for Class 7 and 8 tractors and motor coaches. When does it take effect? 
So what's going to happen with the mandate is there's going to be three-phase implementation. The first phase begins August 1st, 2017, and will cover 6x4 tractors. So if you're buying a new 6x4 tractor on August 2nd, it is going to be equipped with stability control. And it's important to note that the stability control system that it's going to be equipped with is full stability or electronic stability control. Then the second phase will impact class 8 motor coaches, and these are inner city coaches, you know, like the Greyhound or uh, Travelways type buses that go between cities and such. Um, and on June 24th, 2018, those buses will be required to have full stability control. So the third phase of the mandate gets implemented on August 1st, 2019. And this will cover the remaining Class 7 and 8 tractors as well as Class 7 and 8 motor coaches. So the important thing to keep in mind about the mandate is that it's really geared to impact highway vehicles, so tractors, not straight trucks, uh, and motor coaches, not school buses or other, uh, or other types of buses, like uh, city buses, and that it has a three-phase implementation. Fred, why is this being implemented? Well, it's being implemented because rollovers and loss of control are still a problem on the roadways. Uh, when it comes right down to it, in 2014, according to the large truck and bus crash facts, we had over 14,000 vehicles involved in rollover or jackknife situations. And the majority of those, or about two-thirds, were rollover situations. So rollovers and loss of control situations are still a problem for heavy trucks. And NHTSA has found that through their testing that this stability system, full stability, electronic stability control, or what we sell as Bendix ESP, is the system that can help mitigate more situations in more cases, saving more lives, reducing more injuries, and reducing more crashes than roll-only systems. And so their decision was, let's implement that. Now, the good news is that stability is already standard on a lot of highway vehicle manufacturers. And in fact, Peterbilt, Mack, and Volvo make full stability standard on their highway tractors. This will just mean now that all the OEMs on their highway tractors will be making this standard, and on motor coaches as well. What will be the cost to the fleet? One of the great things about this particular mandate, unlike the environmental mandates we've seen uh, over the last number of years, this isn't this mandate is not adding tens of thousands of dollars of cost to a vehicle. In fact, this mandate will add, if anything, hundreds of dollars to the cost of a vehicle. Uh, and so in the big scheme of things, it's really not going to be that much in terms of an addition in terms of cost. And as I mentioned, some OEMs are already there with already making it standard so that cost is already baked in. And as more and more OEMs and more and more vehicles are going to have the technology, 
the economies of scale really kick in and we start to see the costs go down even more. So that's why I think that on a return on investment, this is a really effective mandate that's not going to have much impact, if any impact, in terms of the cost of a vehicle to a fleet or an owner-operator in the future. I've heard you refer to this as a good mandate. Can you explain your thinking around this? Sure. (laughs) Not that government mandates and regulations are always welcome, but really when it comes down to it, this is a good mandate. And the reason why it's a good mandate is it hits on a couple of key points. First of all, it is a proven technology. Stability has been out and available commercially, uh, at least from Bendix, since late 2004. So it's got over 12 years now of availability out in the field, and it is consistently being picked up by fleets. Fleets who have tried it are you know, who may have tried it on 10 trucks out of their 100-truck fleet are now buying all 100 trucks on it because the second reason is it's an effective technology. It works. It helps fleets and drivers mitigate rollover and loss of control situations. And then the third reason, which is always important to me, as we touched on in our previous question, is that it's a cost-effective mandate. It's not going to cost much for fleets when they buy these new trucks, if anything, and it's going to help out a whole lot. And the feedback we've heard from fleets who have had stability systems, uh, they have seen reductions in the number of rollovers and loss of control situations that they've had. It has helped their drivers uh, to be safer out on the roadway. Uh, And so it does a a good mandate from that perspective. I'll add one last point, though, and it's important to keep in mind that this technology, like any technology, is a driver assistance system. It is not a driver replacement system. Safe drivers, safe driving practices, and comprehensive driver training are still important in the overall safety equation. It's good to note that the system can be overdriven. The driver goes into a 25-mile-an-hour curve at 60 miles an hour. The system is going to intervene, but the laws of physics, which haven't been repealed as far as I know, are still going to uh, intervene, and the truck is going to roll over. So safe driving practices are still important. Thanks for sharing your insights, Fred, and thank you for joining us for this episode of Truck Talk with Bendix. For more information on how Bendix solutions can help you improve performance, increase safety, and lower your total cost of ownership, please visit us at Bendix.com. 